Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What is up? Welcome in to the Early Edge in 5. I'm your host, Alan Bell. we got a fantastic show lined up for you today. But before we get to that, I want to make sure everyone is aware of two big housekeeping notices here. First off, download the CBS Sports app right now for the official draft tracker as you go through the draft tonight. Get real-time updates about your team's draft picks and trades all three days of the NFL draft, including scouting reports, grades, player comps for all your team selections. Download the free CBS Sports app to use the best draft tracker out there, the best second screen companion for when you're watching the draft unfold on television. Now, the second part here with the first pick podcast. All right, we're past the first pick, but we've got a first pick of the second round coming tonight and throughout every round here. How should you feel about your team's latest draft picks? The With the First Pick podcast is your source for comprehensive draft coverage and pick breakdowns with CBS Sports draft expert Ryan Wilson and longtime NFL general manager Rick Spielman. Ryan and Rick will recap each day of the draft, dishing out winners and losers from all seven rounds. And you know the draft chatter doesn't stop on Saturday. Stay tuned to the show for team-by-team draft grades and an early look at who your team could be eyeing next year. Download and follow the With the First Pick podcast wherever you find this podcast right here. All right. You know what? Let's bring in the stars of the show. Enough of me yapping. Nobody wants to hear that. You want to hear from the experts here, and let's get it going. All right. First off, EC, my man, how we doing? You know, AB, it's 98 degrees here in Arizona, but it's nice and cold the way my picks have been going lately, so I got to get warmed up here. You know, I got the gloves rocking. I got the leather jacket here. I mean, (laughs) I couldn't buy one this week, but you know what? I, we got to turn it around, right? We got Zach yeah. Attack. We got the Maestro. We got you and Speculator here. I feel like today we have to turn it around. So you know what? This glove goes over here. This glove goes over here. It's time to take off the jacket. We're rolling today. Uh, you know what? I love it. I was going to say, you know, there's nothing better for breaking, you know, a, 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 a lost streak, like dressing like Uncle Jesse from Full House. So I am all for it. We're going to get it. Spectre, let's jump in right in. You got one play tonight. Bring it. What do you got, buddy? Yeah, we're going to go back over to my Warriors. Yeah, and we're going to go Kevon Looney over 12 and a half rebounds at minus 133. I'm going to say this, and I might regret it, but the Draymond Green suspension might have actually favored the Warriors this time. The adjustments made because of Green's suspension have won the Warriors a couple games and created an absolutely rebounding monster in Kevon Looney. His last three games, he had 20 rebounds, 14 rebounds, and 22, averaging 18.6 rebounds per game. And the line has only moved from the first game at 10.5 to 12.5. I think this should be more like 13.5 or 14.5 based on the last three games that he's played. He's the only player in the playoffs this season with multiple 20 rebound games. And get this, number of games with 20 rebounds, 5 assists, and less than 5 points. Kevon Looney, three, Wilt Chamberlain, one, and Bill Russell, one. End of list. And anytime you're putting up numbers like Wilt, 
or Bill Russell, we got to go with the over on that one. And that's why we're on Looney over 12 and a half rebounds tonight. Oh, we have to. You know what? Hey, get those scrubs out of the Hall of Fame. All right, this is Looney's time right here. Speaking of somebody's time, Zach Attack, my man. All right, first off, what do we think of EC's leather jacket? Do we feel that's going to break up the curse here? Hey, I love it. I mean, everyone has these type of streaks. I had one about two, three months ago. It is going to happen, so I'm rooting for EC. That Arizona weather is no joke. I remember last year we were down there for Easter. I'm like, oh, we're going to catch a break. Went to the zoo. It was already 90-something degrees early april it, it's hot it's always hot in arizona but for my play today i'm gonna go dylan brooks under 11 and a half points this may be my simplest play on the early edge in two and a half years on this show you look at brooks what he's done since he mouthed off after uh game two he's trending downward uh this is a guy that averaged 14 and a half points in the regular season and his prop market in the playoffs was steady 13 and a half points we're seeing that drastic drop now to 11 and a half based on his poor shooting performances in this series. I, I still think there's room to take the under here. Five of 14, three of 13, three of 15 in game five. He just cannot make a basket. And he's a player that you don't think of him as one of the top players for the Memphis Grizzlies, but on occasion he can jump in and be that second leading scorer. But that's just not happening right now, especially with how lights out Desmond Bain is right now. He's in his zone. John Morant. He's going to take a ton of shots tonight. And uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., he has that capability as well. So at best, Dylan Brooks is the, a fourth option. Sometimes Xavier Tillman even steps up. So he, fifth option as well. So Dylan Brooks struggling mightily. It's not in the cards for him to have a breakout game. Let's take his under 11 and a half. Yeah, Dylan, you know, poking the bear there. Congratulations. You played yourself. Not looking good for you at all. And I'll tell you what, Zach, I'm going to follow you up here. All right. And I'm going to leave you on the screen because first off, we're taking LeBron James over two and a half threes tonight. This is a guy who's averaging 7.2 per temps from behind the arc throughout this series. But that's because one game, there's only four. Generally, he's around eight to nine. You know what? I think if the Lakers are up big in the second half, fourth quarter late, he's throwing one from downtown in front of Dylan Brooks to let him know, well, buddy, you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have been talking, shouldn't have been doing any of that. So we're going to take LeBron James over two and a half threes next. We're going to go with the Phillies and Astros over seven and a half. Matt Snyder talked about it this morning on the early edge, and I feel him completely here. Yes, there's a good pitching matchup between the two teams in the World Series last year in Aaron Nola for the Phillies and Framber Valdez uh, for the Astros. That being said, uh, both of them have given up earned runs as of late, especially Nola here. I think the Astros in a controlled environment, no worry about the weather, are going to get the bats going. And again, if we can get two to three runs out of the Phillies, Feel good about that one. Now, last two here. So college baseball, Moneyline Parlay has got two of them for you. First, at plus 107, we're going Florida and South Carolina. Look, South home against Auburn. South Carolina has the best hitter in the country in Ethan Petrie, as well as a pitching staff that is on absolute fire. And Florida, what, a top 10 team, a top six team? South Carolina swept them last weekend, and Florida is going to do the same Uh this weekend here against Missouri, like both of these teams. Second, we're going to go with Vanderbilt and Tennessee. All right, Tennessee swept Vanderbilt in an unbelievable series last weekend, which kicked back Tennessee's season. They've already started uh, Thursday night against Mississippi State. Walked that one off. Think they're going to bring that fire again today. And Vanderbilt coming off of a sweep, an emotional one against a rival. 
Look, I'm just down the street from Vanderbilt. Their manager, Tim Corbin, I can hear the dude yelling from my house. They're going to be on fire at home against Kentucky. So take Vanderbilt, Tennessee, plus 130. Now, here's the deal. Maestro, the morning show, your spot going last. EC, look, he put on a leather jacket. He put on gloves. That's his spot in the final one. So Maestro, hit it, buddy. What do you got? All right, I'm going to a guy who's a great story in Joey Meneses, 30-year-old slugger, toiled away in the minor leagues. He was the International League MVP, then he had to go to Japan, finally gets to the majors last year with the Nats, 13 homers and only 222 at-bats, a great story. He's not hitting as much this year, but he's starting to turn it on, 9-24 in his last five games with four RBIs. The one thing this guy can do is mash against left-handed pitching. And 43-year-old Rich Hill will be opposing him. Rich Hill has an giving is giving up an OPS of nearly 1,000 to right-handed batters. And uh, Joey Manessis last year, 1084 OPS against left-handed pitching. I love him to get over one-and-a-half total bases, plus 115. I also like him to drive in a run. You can get that at plus money as well. Joey Manessis, a great story, should have a big night tonight. Yeah, that is a great story, and I agree with you 100% on that one. That's a great, great play. Um, the dude has a great story. It's fantastic. Now, EC, we just said it. Your spot. Oh, shoot. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just seeing that it got postponed. Uh, oh, did it really? Oh, like, that's right, what right someone now? is saying. That's what okay. someone is saying. It, it did. Yeah, the Pirates and, and Nats. You want to make a quick pick here, Maestro? Give him a second. Give him a second. You, you go. Yeah, you I'll go. go. He gets his spot back. Yeah, he, he gets, gets his spot, spot back. back. There yeah, there we go. What a play by the maestro. All right, that's next level thinking. Okay, now, EC, I need you to give me your first two plays yep. and then stop. Okay. okay. All right. So we're going to back on track. Well, listen, some of you are going to make money tonight off of me one way or the other. You're either going to fade me, and you might make money that way, the way you have this week, or you're going to play my picks, and we're going to go 2-0, and oh, and you're going to, I mean, one way or the other, there's going to be people making money off me and losing money tonight. So let's roll with it. We're going to go with uh, Spectre's boy, Steph Curry, over 31 and a half points. You can get this 18, minus 118, minus 120 range. Got this on FanDuel. So I'm riding the home and road splits like we see in baseball. Four times Steph Curry has played against Sacramento at home this year. He's gone over 32 points. In the five games that he's gone uh, on the road and played in Sacramento, he's gone under this number. Well, he's back home tonight. Warriors trying to finish this thing off. I think they're going to. I mean, I don't want to inflate Spectre's ego, but they're going to. They're going to take care of business. They don't want there to be a game seven. Steph is going for more than 32 points. So here's the key to this. In all those games uh, against Sacramento at home, Curry has taken 20-plus shots and at least 10 threes in all four of those where he's gone 32 uh, or more points. I think he does that again tonight. I know that DraftKings is offering that Clay Thompson 25-point boost. I'm not saying that's bad because we know it's going to be a high-scoring game. But on rolling with Steph, 31 and a half, taking the over there. Then, in a game that AB talked about, it may be higher scoring, but I like Fromber Valdez over six and a half strikeouts. You get this one anywhere between uh, minus 108 and minus 120. He faced Philly three times last season, including twice in the World Series, all at home. Went 10 strikeouts, nine and nine. He has 34 uh, strikeouts and 32 innings pitched this season. He's been over this total in three of his five starts and the Phillies rank fifth in the league in batter strikeouts against left-handed pitching. Yeah, he's a beast. Like, I mean, there's zero question about that. Valdez is a monster. Now, you have one more. And you know what? I love the approach that you're taking today because I'm with you. And it's all about breaking 
that streak, that curse, getting it out of here. There's all kinds of ways to do it. This is how we're going to do it. EC. Oh, I love that. My dude, I need a parlay, and I'm only coming to you for it. EC, bring it. What do you got? Uh, AB, I appreciate you inspiring me to do this. All right, we're going to play the NHL tonight. We're going to play a Bruins money line and an Avs money line parlay at plus 158. All right, so here's the thing. Boston should be steamrolling Florida. They lost in overtime in game five. I think they bounce back in uh, in uh, sunrise tonight where they're 2-0 and in this series, and I think they take care of business. So we're going to roll with them to close out the series in six. Then Colorado won the Stanley Cup last year, and now they're down 3-2 to Seattle. And I'll be honest. I mean, my hockey knowledge is not through the roof. But literally, I can't name more than five players on Seattle's roster and don't even try. Uh, Colorado, with Kale McCarr back after being suspended the last game, I think they bounce back. I, I, I mean, I think they take it to a game seven, and I think they end up winning this series. So I'm rolling with the Bruins and Avs money line. This year's Stanley Cup winner and last year's Stanley Cup winner, we're rolling with that at plus 158. That's what the hell I'm talking about right there. I'm rolling with that with you, my man. All right, now. Thank you. Oh, of course, dude. We stand side by side. Let's go. We're breaking this curse. We're going to the weekend right. Speaking of going into it, Maestro, my man, coming back to you. What you got, buddy? All right. Apologies for that, but I will be looking for that matchup the next time these two face off. But we do have a rain delay with the Twins and the Royals, so there's still time to get this one in. Probably another hour. Twins on the run line against the Royals, who are just pathetic. Second worst run differential in all of baseball. Laying minus 130 at minus one and a half runs. It's Pablo Lopez against Jordan Lyles. They've played four times this season. 18 to five Twins. Twins have scored 25 runs over their last four games. Uh, the Royals are pathetic, and I'm going to keep fading them. Keep fading indeed. And Petey Pub. Yeah, I like it. Love that play. Now, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil, and understand we had to adjust on the fly. So the recap for the Maestro is going to be Twins run line minus one and a half, correct? Correct. Minus 130. Minus 130. Perfect. Okay. So Maestro just said Twins on the run line minus one and a half, priced at minus 130. EC, Steph Curry over 31 and a half points. Bromper Valdez over six and a half strikeouts and the NHL money line parlay tonight. Plus 158 Bruins in the avalanche. Speculator is on Kevin Looney over 12 and a half rebounds. Zach attack is on Dylan Brooks under 11 and a half points. Myself, I am on the Phillies Astros over seven and a half. LeBron James over two and a half three pointers made two college baseball money line parlays. First one plus 107 Florida and South Carolina. And then the second one, plus 130, Vanderbilt and Tennessee. So, gentlemen, it's all the damage we can do today. Does anyone have anything positive, anything fun for the weekend? Bring us out on a good note here. Yeah, I just just want to say, I mean, I I saw all the positive support I've had in the chat today. So I want to wish everyone well. I hope we all have a successful weekend, including those of you. Well, wait, not those of you who fade me because we're sweeping the board on Early Edge in 5 today. Dude, I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, no matter what, from your nicest member of the crew, Speculator. <laughs> Look at Speculator, dude. Just it's went up. into business for himself right there. I like it. And you know what, EC? This is what we're going to be doing tonight with your pick. All night, so. buddy. Let's go. We're breaking that curse. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be live normal time Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. But until then, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets, and especially EC's tickets in the parlay.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 